Yes, and welcome back to the Ash Williams Show. My name is Ash Williams, and I am fired up. How the fuck are you? I hope you're well. Come on, let's go. It's Friday, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we got a brand new hotline number for our brand new season. Uh, this is season number five, so it's apropos that we have a number with lots of fives in it. Zero four zero five five seven nine five hundred. That's it. We go back to our roots with the old cap five hundred zero four. Five five seven nine five hundred. I went into Vodafone during the week to get the new number, and uh, the dude goes, uh, "You can pick any four numbers for your final four numbers." And I said, "Really? Any four numbers?" He said, "Yep." I go, "I go uh, one 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 one," and he goes, "You can't pick them." And I said, "All right, one two three four." He said, "You can't pick them." I said, "Well, mate, what is this?" Can I pick any numbers or not? He said, well, just mix it up a bit. I said, um, five, six, seven, eight. He said, no, nah, same thing. I said, dude, you pick them. And uh, looky, again, it was meant to be. The last four numbers, nine, 500, cap 500. We are back. Um, speaking of back, my uncle is back in town and he's downstairs with my mum, and there, I tell you, man, if I ran Netflix, I would set up a camera downstairs and just let it run, put a very soft edit on it, and just call it conspiracy theories with my mum and my uncle. And I tell you what, man, some of the shit that's being flown down there. Woohoo! Yeah, when you get old, conspiracy theories get even more out there. So I look forward to uh, floating some wild shit uh, when I hit the retirement homes. But just on mum, we were in the car during the week and uh, I had to get out and pay for parking. We are in Elwood and there were ticket inspectors, you know, around. So I got out of the car and then mum got out of the car and I said, what are you doing? She goes, I want to sit in the driver's seat. And I said, what, for ticket inspectors? And she said, no, because the car could get hijacked. (laughs) I'm like, mum, I don't know if the car hijackers are hanging around Elwood at 2 p.m. looking for, you know, Honda CRVs with... 70 year old women but um yeah fucking hell mate that made me laugh a car hijacker um let's get a couple of texts on the hotline the hotline is up now the voicemail for whatever reason is not working so i will fix that during the week i will go back into the vodafone store and speak to my friend but for the time being, here are our latest texts. This has just come through from a random number. It says, one large Mexicana and a garlic bread, thanks. It's actually a pretty good order. Uh, another one. 
Ash, mate, looking forward to the new season. I've got plenty of ideas for the new season. You should get Altian Childs on as a guest interview to see what he's been up to lately. MSN from Harry Scrote. Good on you, Harry. It's a good call. Another text. Ash, great to see the hotline updates are running again. When I heard you were going to a cooking school, I thought maybe it was a Mavo Mirror collaboration as a way to kick off the new season of the Ash Williams Show. I live in hope. Hey, I tell you, um, my next step in my cooking journey is to do the Mavo Mirror course for sure. And we'll get her on the pod too. We are definitely going to get Mavo Mirror on the pod. Um, but yeah, I did do a, I mentioned that on the black market. I did a cooking course on Wednesday night and, uh, it was, whew. tell you what, mate, chopping an onion's not easy. Not because of the tears, just the technique. You know, we went through technique on chopping onions. I had no idea what I was doing. I went up to the head chef numerous times throughout the night and just said, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, he's like French. He goes, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. I go, mate, seriously, like, help me. (laughs) Uh, I told my mate's dad about the cooking class and he goes, haven't you like learned things off your mum? Your mum's a pretty good cook. And I said, nah, you learn more when you're paying for it. And uh, I tell you, on Wednesday night, it was a three-hour course. I felt like I was in there for three days. I honestly, I fucking walked out of there. I thought it was going to be like 5 a.m., like leaving revs because it's on chapel or off chapel, and it was 9 p.m. My head was exploding. It was, it was like I was back in school. People were taking notes on how to fucking cut potatoes. I was copying the dude next to me. Yeah, anyway, I'll give you more updates on the cooking classes. Uh, More things that happened during the week. We went in another volleyball tournament on Sunday, and then we celebrated by going to the ESPY in St Kilda. Now, the ESPY is a good time. I've got to say that place, it's been refurbed. It was lit up. People were fired up. Not just because the blue bag is won by a point as a Hawthorne supporter, but I don't know, there was something uh, in the drinks, I think. And um, there was one particular couple that caught my eye. Uh, There was a woman, about 60, quite sexy, dancing with a young lad who appeared to be Down syndrome. And they were dancing sexily, uh, if that's a a verb. And um, the Down syndrome chap was wearing a Clive Palmer T-shirt and it was everyone was watching it. It was incredible marketing. Like just it's completely immoral, but it – Everyone was watching this. Like, are you seeing these moves? Well, look, they're spinning, they're kissing. Uh, who's paying for this? Is is Clive Palmer paying for this? Anyway, they danced for maybe an hour. And then she says to me, by this stage, the, the Clive Palmer T-shirt had come off because there were some complaints, I think. 
So the Clive Palmer T-shirt had come off. She then says to me, I'm going to the bathroom. Don't let him leave. As soon as she goes to the bathroom, this dude starts running around. He's, he's off. She, he realises that he's, uh, he's off the chain, so to speak. So, I'm, so it's now incumbent on me to look after this dude. And he's going up to chicks. It's actually a great way to meet people because he goes up to people and everyone then thought that I was the carer. I'm just the, the surrogate proxy carer. So then I was talking to him and introducing him. And then I guess 10 minutes later, the, the carer came back and I said, well, where the hell have you been? And she's like, oh, you know, he's in the toilet. And, um, and yeah, fuck, it was a freaking loose time. I actually did enjoy being the carer of that guy. We had a good time. Um, we did some dancing. Uh, then we went upstairs and there's this place at the ESPY where you need a password to get upstairs. My mate had the password and he wouldn't tell us the password. He said, just come with me. We go upstairs and it's a new area I've never been to at the ESPY. And then the waiter suggested we get these drinks, which were called, um, it was like uh, tequila. And I, I heard tequila and I said, yeah, that's good. Whenever I hear tequila, I, I always think salt. So I went up to him as he was making the tequilas and I said, hey, mate, just a reminder to salt the rim. And he said, um, I, I really wouldn't recommend salting the rim with this flavor palette or whatever. And I go, yeah, but we love salt. Salt the rim. And he said, I really wouldn't, sir. I said, listen, we love the salt. Please, I'm begging you. Okay, we're paying and he said, listen, let's meet in the middle. We'll do a, a half salted rim. And I said, that's a good deal. So we high-fived. And then um, he brought the drinks out, and they were fucking disgusting. It was like an iced tea. You couldn't taste the tequila. And I haven't sent a drink back maybe, I don't know, maybe never. And I was with three other people. Uh, two dudes and a girl, and I said, guys, have a sip of this because I, I think this is send back territory. And they all had a sip and said, yep, yeah, it's it's undrinkable. I said, that's it, I'm going back. And I walked back in and I, I said to him, mate, ha- have a sip. And he said, I don't need to. Uh, I told you not to salt the rim. <laughs> and I go... But it didn't have anything to do with the salted rim because we tasted it sans salted rim first. You know, you got to taste it without the salt. So uh, we sent those drinks back uh, and that's when the night got going. Things started just getting loose. I don't know if he started putting more shit in our drinks, but um, we left there and there was a dance party across the road from the ESPY on uh, St Kilda Foreshore. And it was going off, just that thumping noise, like boom, boom. And you're like, Jesus Christ, how old am I, 18? This is like Gatecrasher 2000. And um, we go over there and they're not letting anyone in. And we're we're pretty keen to get in. And one of my mates is a medical doctor. And he said, uh, let me get to work on on the gate. I might be able to get us in as as doctors. Um, And I said, you do that. I've got another idea. 
So I then saw two people leaving and I said to them, uh, are you done for the night? And they said, yep. I said, can we have your wristbands? And they said, yep. So we put the wristbands on. I tied the wristbands around my wrist with my hair tie and my mate did the same um, with, I don't know how, I think he held it with his hand and it was like poetry. Our friend is trying to get us in on the door as three doctors and we just walked in straight past him and then my mate seen our backs and he said, don't worry about the other doctors, I'm coming in. So uh, we went in, danced to fucking some shit. Um, Yeah, it was good. Jeez, it was good. Stayed there for 30 minutes and then we went to the Irish bar in Ackland Street Irish O'Neills or something, where everyone is Irish and they're all animals. And a woman went up to my mate and said, do you know where we can get some um, crystal meth? And um, my, <laughs> my mate goes, uh, my mate goes, no, but he does. He's the kingpin. Um, he, he runs the show. And he's pointing at me, right? So he tells me, he goes, mate, that girl's going to come up to you any moment. She thinks you're the kingpin. I said, Jesus Christ. So she comes up and she goes, can I get some um, crystal meth? And I said, no. And she said, well, why not? I said, because I don't have any. And she said, I know you're the kingpin. I said, I'm not. I'm not. He's just taking the piss. Um, She goes, Enough marking around. I know you're the kingpin. And to be fair, I did look like the kingpin. I was wearing um, a Nike baseball hat and a Nike hoodie at midnight. That's kingpin attire. Uh, all I was missing was the the bum bag or the, the shoulder bag. But um, it was a loose, loose night. Every Wednesday on the black market, we do a bonus episode if you want those episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash Ash Williams show and support the show. Now, yesterday too, I was with my mate and um, this is my mate who likes to go to the beats, the gay beats. And we did the 1000 steps uh, in Ferntree Gully. I think it's the Kokoda Trail or something. Anyway, we went to the cafe beforehand and um, we looked at the menu and the chips, a bowl of chips was $8.80. And my mate said to the waitress, um, Asian lady, very lovely, $8.80. You know, it's a bit bit much for chips, isn't it? And so then she says straight back at him, well, how much do you pay for chips? And the return of serve um, caught my mate off guard. He said, oh, $2.50. And she said, well, where's that? And he said, fish and chip shop. And then she goes, oh, yeah, but but our chips are better. And I said to her, yeah, I believe you. And so then we did our 1,000-step walk or whatever. We came back and I said to my mate, we've got to get the chips. Just out of principle, we need to know what the $8.80 chips taste like. So we uh, purchased the $8.80 chips. They come out and then... The waitress says to us, as she's putting the chips down, 
watch out for kookaburras. And before she finished saying kookaburras, a kookaburra has come and swooped the hot chips off the plate, has collected two in the beak. Yeah, two in the beak and flown off. The fucking chips, the fucking plate of chips has gone all over the table. I've dropped my iPhone, which I thought I smashed, but I didn't. And then the chips were everywhere. And then the um, the waitress started putting the chips back on the plate to give to us. And I said, no way. We're going to need more chips because the kookaburra tasted the chips. It's been double dipped, you know, in a, in a way by the kookaburra. So then uh, we had to move seats and she came back out and said, uh, you should be safe here. By this stage, we were, we were undercover, but we, we were scared of the kookaburras. Uh, we did film a video for it. I'll put it on the Instagram. Um, and this is the bonus content you get now in season five of the Ash Williams Show. There is a video of me doing a reenactment. Yes, we did a reenact. <laughs> we did a reenactment of the kookaburra swooping the chips, and I was pretty scared to be honest because kookaburras. You think they're friendly? You think they're laughing? I I, I don't know if they're that friendly. You know, I they've got a very pointy beak, and they're all about chips. So there is a video on the at Ash Williams Show Instagram, which I will chuck up. And then uh, after the kookaburra, uh, my mate wanted to be dropped off at the beat, you know, which is uh, the bushland in, uh, let's just say it's around Q. And so I said, all right, I'll drop you off. And he said, um, can you come into the beat? I said, sure, but I'm only staying 10 minutes, all right, then I'm leaving. So we start walking down again into this dead-end valley where anyone you see there is a gay dude looking for a fuck, yeah? And my mate's walking through the bushes and uh, he said, we could be on here. I said, what do you mean we? I said, you could be on. I said, listen, man, if you end up fucking a dude in the bushes, I'm, I'm not waiting around. I'm going home. So if the fuck's on, the code word is kookaburra. And he goes, oh, we don't need a code word. You'll know when it's on. I said, all right then. I said, just to be safe anyway, yell out kookaburra. And so then <laughs> out of nowhere, this big fucking dude, like a yeti, pops out of a bush. He's my height, but bigger. Like he'd weigh 110, just like a fucking wrestler. Kind of like Andre the Giant. Came out of a fucking bush. And he was clothed, but he was you could tell he was massive. And then um, he walked towards my mate. My mate walked past him, which means he's not keen. And then he walked up to me, and this guy just stood there and looked at me like a kangaroo would look at you. You know how their head kind of kind of rotates 45 degrees a bit. So I just kept walking. I said to my mate, that was a close call. I need to get the fuck out of here. And then, um, because, because again, it's just guys pretending to be going on hikes, waiting to be fucked. That's, that's what it is. And then nothing happened. And my mate said, this is shit. There's no one here. And he was really bummed. 
um, pardon the pun, but he was he was bummed out, and he said, "Fuck this! There's no one here. The weather's so good. I can't believe there's no one here." I said, "Yeah, look, I don't know what to tell you, man. This is the second time I've been here. Um, I don't know what constitutes good conditions for the beat, but you know, the big guys down there, we know that the Yeti's still fucking." wandering around but um gee whiz and then i just took my mate home you know another standard day just fucking walking around a beat with him um but hey this is the podcast and look if we get this podcast right then we will one day be on the tails uh of the josh kogan podcast which is what my mum um has been listening to she says, uh, I listened to that Josh Kogan podcast and I know my mum well enough just to tr- decipher that. I said, uh, do you mean Joe Rogan? She said, no, I mean Josh Kogan. I said, uh, yeah, I think you mean Joe Rogan. She says, yeah, yeah, I mean Joe Rogan. So look, Josh Kogan, better watch out. But that is the fucking podcast, my friends. For anything extra, patreon.com forward slash Ash Williams show. Um, also, I got a haircut during the week from a backpacker. And uh, you know your haircut's not finished when you are still cutting it throughout the week. I'm still seeing long strands. Um, you cut my hair in about, I'm going to say 10 minutes. Uh, but that dude, he had a bit going on. He was living in a hostel. He was... I don't think he'd had much sleep, to be honest, but, um, yeah, shout out to him. He was, uh, <laughs> look, you know what, it's an okay haircut, but I will be back next Friday, okay? I'll talk to you then. Have a wonderful Friday. This is the Ash Williams Show, season five, zero four double five seven nine five hundred. I love you. Take care. Bye-bye.